This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. You want a podcast? I got a smartcast. You want a podcast? I got a smartcast. You want a podcast? I got a smartcast. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna. Do you want a podcast? Do you want a show? Do you get your laughs from computer radio with this bro, Scotty Mo? It's about time to lose your shit. Everybody's progress clips for that legend, Kevin Smith. Welcome to this podcast. I'm Kevin Smith. Uh, all right, let's get back into it, man. We were doing Clerks 2, T-O-O, and we were hearing a bunch from Michael Belkos and Ernie O'Donnell joined us. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to hear all about Thomas Burke, man, the guy who played the roofer. Um, and one of the most famous scenes that I ever wrote, man, the, the Star Wars scene. He's the third guy. You know, there's Dante Randall, but there's the roofer. Babyface Bambino, the gangster. Babyface Bambino, the gangster. The same. The money was right, but the risk was too high. Um, you're going to hear from Thomas. Um, who is, the? as you'll hear in my intro, the reason why I'm doing Clerks 2 TOO in the first place. So uh, without uh, further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive back into Clerks the TOO. You always fucking worked. What else did you do when we were always kids? Always worked, yeah. What, like, what were your other manual labor type jobs? Well, I worked at Toys R Us when I lost my license with Mr. Seattle. <laughs> he drove me around that little fucking car, sorry. <laughs> He'd drive me for midnight shift in that little Honda, and he was like this big. And How old were you working midnight shift at Toys R Us? That's when I dropped my bike. Don't drink and drive, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I You're in abundance of fucking lessons. Half Oh, you got to see this picture. Well, I won't show it. That picture was great, wasn't it? Was it was fantastic. I put it up on Instagram. That's right. Yeah. So me and my buddy Halfstack, we already were drinking, went home, and Adrian said, where are you going? And this is about an hour after we were drinking. Oh, we're going to go for a ride through Seabright, which is a one-way in, one-way out. We get pulled over, park our bikes, we're on motorcycles. Halfstack gets off his, <laughs> I get off mine, fucking he goes like this. The bike falls over? I was on an incline, and the prick uh, Italian uh, cop would not let Halfstack help me pick it up. I had to pick it up by myself. And I got fucking DUI. I, I got the, the judge. Who was the drunk judge in town? He was my lawyer. <laughs> worst, Wait, worst. the drunk judge Haran. was your judge lawyer? Haran. Yeah, Judge Haran. Yeah. He, yeah, he was the judge in Highlands, but he was a lawyer, too. Anyway... <laughs> He didn't get me off. I think it was like 500 bucks. And so you lost your license. You could drive? Yeah, it took me three blows to blow one point over. <laughs> three blows. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to Sarah. Um, so wait a second. Uh, when you why, why did you have to work at Toys R Us? Because I lost my license, but I had to keep working. But what, but what job did could you no longer work at because you lost your license? You know, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe you're just looking for a life change. Yeah. You're like, fuck lifting motors. So somehow I ended up working the night shift with Mr. Syed and driving in a little Honda. What was it like working the night shift? It sucked. Really? Oh, yeah. And back then, I think I might have had the, the headphones, maybe. Right. Not the ear pod, pods, whatever you call them now. I don't know. Puds, pods. Yeah, pods. I don't, I'm not a tech. I can text you all, but that's about it. <laughs> um, in, in, over the course of your life since Clerks come out, do people have people recognized you? Some when I'm at these things, obviously. I yeah. mean, so, you know, when you're not telling who it is, <laughs> right? But when you've been in the real world, has anyone in the real world, like apropos of nothing, been like, "You look familiar," or "Your voice sounds familiar," or "Are you that guy?" No, other than people think I look like Jay Leno. You get that? Yeah. Not you're the clerk's guy. <laughs> so. I don't, yeah, see? Come on out, Eric. Yeah. Ernie's got another story for us, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, Welcome back to the stage. I guess I was drinking. He wasn't. I don't remember that either. Sorry. I want him to you shine. You are basically, I want him to shine. basically, Ernie is uh, Belly's pensive. Everything that Belly has forgotten, Ernie remembers and fucking pulls it That's from the That's what happens when you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Must be, because I don't remember a lot yeah. of this. Remember, so we got tickets to go see Kiss, because I'm a big Kiss fan. And he's a, a Is that fan. with Horton? 
Yeah, with Johnny. And Nelly, we had to Yeah, jo- Johnny yeah. Ho. Yeah, right. that was a good time. I Johnny Ho, that. Johnny Horton. <laughs> Nelly changed her shirt right in the hallway. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Breasts is <laughs> Breasts is out and shit. Yes. That's my sister. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't looking. He might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking. <laughs> so we, we were going into a bar. They wanted a few drinks. And obviously, I'm not going to go in. But I said, ah, fuck it. I'll go in with you. As we're walking in, two guys walk up the belly and they're looking at him. And I'm like, they're like, are you? Uh, and I'm like. Looking at him like, are you from a movie? And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had more lines. <laughs> I'm next. Fucking <laughs> 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 fuck Rick Darris, motherfucker. And I didn't say nothing. My character I'm, has a name. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to get some sort of props. Yeah. And they're like, that guy, you, you're the, the in a row guy, right? From Clerks? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? He, he starts, he's all half drunk, starts laughing. I'm like, what the fuck is this, Bells? <laughs> you know, and of course. As did you boy, start begging people like, no. pick something up, pick something up? No, 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 like, no, no. Why did you grunt? That could only weigh seven no. pounds. <laughs> and they're like, still no. No, in typical belly fashion, he goes, come on. Don't you know who my boy is? <laughs> he threw the spotlight on you. Were yeah. they like, no, who is your boy? Yeah, that's what they kind of, they did. That's how it worked. They're like, why? And then I couldn't remember right. the name of his character. I, you couldn't, that's right. <laughs> he was in Clerks, he played, you, you know. Can't the guy. Guy. <laughs> and they were like, we don't believe you, man. Yeah, true story. Fuck it, eh? True story. All yeah. right, so it has happened once. Yeah. That there he has go. been recognized. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. And then I got him to sign his first autograph out of con. Tell that story. Fucking, why did you come? He could tell yeah. all the bellicose stories. <laughs> what do you mean? So he, he's, belly's like the, what do they call it? The white unicorn or the white fucking, what do they call it? When the you can't unicorn. get the unicorn, when you can't get something. Yeah. So he's never really signed an autograph ever. So I was doing a con with, I think, uh, the comic book man and yeah, Scott Schiaffo yeah. and I th- maybe it was O'Halloran maybe. Mm. Uh, I think it was New Jersey Horror Con. Uh, Yes. Yep. And he said, hey, OD, I'm going to come up. I said, all right. I said, just let me know when you're coming. I'll make sure I can get you in the door and things like that. Because a friend of ours was, uh, was doing it that we knew. And uh, he, co- he, so somebody else came. I think he might be here today, uh, John. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's right here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there he is. So I said, listen. He showed me this poster, the one that you have, that you still haven't given to him yet for Scott Moser, motherfucker. Scott Moser yeah. still hasn't signed yeah. it. He hasn't yeah. come to my house to watch, smog, uh, to watch Clerks 3. That's yeah. a whole, don't get me fucking started. Okay. But <laughs> when he gets there, trust me, it's sitting in my corner. And, and believe me, this thing has traveled. And, right. and there was a moment where I thought it was gone. But I've held on to it. I've cherished it. I wish I had brought it to the Clerks 3 shoot we did with Scott. Um, a couple months back that would have been smart but I was thinking about the shoot and I didn't do it but I was figuring like oh he's going to come over and watch the movie and shit but he's been working on a thing so he hasn't been over but as soon as he is he's definitely going to sign it and I still have it and shit to be fair I I take it down to Hollywood Boulevard and I enroll it in front of people I'm like (laughs) all the cast of clerks how do you think I got all these (laughs) I know Rick Darris oh fuck you (laughs) but in any event he was there so he shows up and uh, I said listen if you hang out I can make sure you get something that nobody else has he goes what what is that a blowjob yeah exactly (laughs) I said, uh, my buddy. Have you ever been blown yeah. by Rick Darris? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want on film, but there is some limits, buddy. <laughs> so I said, the inner row guy's coming. He goes, no fucking way. He goes, and he, let's be honest, you didn't know his name. I didn't. No. Nope. So oh, I fucked yeah. up. Let's see. <laughs> but see how shit. Dang. You see how shit comes back. They didn't know fucking Rick Taylor, yeah, Ernie O'Donnell, but they know you, motherfucker. So he didn't understand you were the inner row guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did know that. So then, Belly was hanging out of my table, and then when uh, I, I think I texted you, didn't I? I think it's a shitty yeah. autograph. No, no, no. I'm no. making nice. It's I think better than Kevin. Practice. Jesus Christ. My yeah, mine's very over yeah. the years has become very two lines with somewhat letters at the beginning. Right. But yours probably looks like no, no, no. My, I'm, you may be seeing M. Is that right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking why, why, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's why I did it. But so why do you bad. do it? Shit, you're I read real. A lot of checks. It's you really? Put in a row on it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did he? Yeah. 
You do a catchphrase next to your signature? Yeah, a little smiley face. I, I wish know. I fucking said something in the movie. I could put a catchphrase next to my <laughs> yeah. fucking signature as well. Sometimes but, people are like, can you put your line down? And I'm like, what line? They're like, adventure, excitement, and Jedi craze, not these things. I was like, number one, not my line. Right. <laughs> Belongs to fucking another movie. Number two, that's a lot of words. Can't I just write, I heart you? And they're like, ooh, that's even better. Um, but yes, that was the first autograph that uh, Mr. Yes. Bellicose. Have you given many autographs? Yep, 25 bucks out front if you want one. Fine. So that's the story. There it is. Give it up for Ernie again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, charming as fuck, ladies and gentlemen. And we got to, uh, a lot of people in this room probably have already seen Clerks 3 in some of our early screenings. Uh, then you'll know or remember that Mike, uh, uh, of course, comes back and gets to reiterate uh, his very famous line under different circumstances. But yeah, well, they fed me this time. Yes, yeah, so we gave him some fucking food. <laughs> um, you know, you could have taken food last time. We were in a convenience store and shit. Um, we, uh, the really su sweet aspect about Mike's return, like this time around for Clerks 3. I'm sorry, Belly's return. I have fucking no idea that you like don't like Mike. Yeah, I don't know why. Is that right? He's never liked Mike. Michael. Michael. So, what's on my birth certificate? Michael. That's true. Good point. Michael. <laughs> it's funny. When I talk about you when you're not around, I always say Michael Bellicose. Yeah. But to you, I've said Mike. Yeah, All yeah, this time, you've been like, I brother, hate him. It's okay. You call me whatever you want. Thank you. <laughs> I was losing it right there. Um, so wait, where would I, where, what was I just talking about? I went down a rabbit hole. Clark's Oh, yeah. So, um, See, I forgot what you I, mean, said. I know, but it's worse. I'm the host. Um, and I haven't had a Miller Lite. <laughs> uh, or how many? That five and a half, because, no, four and a half, because Kev left it in the fridge, so I drank it. <laughs> the one that was already I open? I six from home. I figured it was a six pack night. Nice. Tomorrow I'll be all banged up. But you taking your money. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you're coming to okay. play poker? Yeah, buddy. You're not taking mine. I'm dealing. Yeah, maybe after. Oh, yeah, post game? Yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, sorry, we have an audience. Fucking shut up. <laughs> um, when we were, you know, part of the joy of uh, Megan Flicks for me over the years since my kid was born is sticking the kid in the movie. So I've gotten to, like snapshots of the kid growing up throughout the movie to the point where, you know, she was like the third lead in Jane Silent Bob reboot. She comes back for a little bit in, in Clerks 3 as well. Um, but Mike, Michael. <laughs> Um, was coming to shoot and he was going to be coming with Jane. Um, and then we could have recreated the whole thing, although obviously I couldn't have recreated it because I thought it happened in two separate parts of the movie. <laughs> but Jane couldn't make it that night because she wasn't feeling good. Yeah, yep. Um, so, you know, it wasn't, it, as much as I love Jane, like you saw the back of her head and, and clerks, <laughs> I needed the in a row guy to say in a row in order for like the bit to work. But uh, Sarah, who is Michael's daughter, who works at the Secret Stash, um, she was there that night and I was like, well, why don't you just be in it, man? Yeah, it was awesome. Like fucking come be in the shot. So Michael's at the counter talking to you know Dante and Sarah's standing next to him and my only direction was like, just roll through your phone and shit like that. Look disinterested in all of this. <laughs> And it's really fucking sweet. Yeah, man. very nice. Yeah, it's like cool, in cool Clerks, you're there next to your wife. And in Clerks 3, it's like, I fucked my wife and she exists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a triumph of sorts, man, that hopefully the critics will grab onto. They'll be like, look, the movie's tired, but what he did with Bellicose. <laughs> um, you going to stick around while we talk to Thomas? Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, man. Give it up for Michael Bellicose. Thanks, ladies guys. Gentlemen. Um, okay, uh, our next guest tonight is the whole reason this fucking show exists. In this very space, when Ernie was still uh, building Smodcastle, I was in the area, and um, this gentleman rolled by, because he's a Leonardo local and stuff. That's how he wound up in Clerks in the first place. And we were chit-chatting, and he started talking about, like I hadn't seen him in decades since we made the movie. He started talking about uh, well, that's not true. I saw him uh, on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as well, which is something of an accident, but a happy one. We'll talk about that later on. But um, I hadn't you know, like 
really ever said like, hey, what has happened to you ever since Clerks? And he started telling me post-Clerk stories. And I was like, oh my God, like for as much as I have this experience with this movie and, and won't stop talking about it and, and stuff, everybody has like, who's in the movie has like a story of like, and then this person saw it and then this happened. Or, and I was like, this, this would make a good fucking podcast. So it delights me uh, to bring him out here uh, tonight. You know him uh, best as uh, uh, the Rufa. Done and ready, home improvements, ladies and gentlemen. The Star Wars scene in Clerks solidified my entire fucking career. People still talk about that scene uh, to this day. And naturally, Dante and Randall are in that scene, but there's a third fucking leg that holds up that fucking scene, man. And he's with us here tonight. Give it up for Thomas Burke, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Thomas and I, interestingly enough, we also had a bachelor day where we just wore robes and nothing else. No. <laughs> Thomas, I know primarily from Quick Stop as a clerk. Is that correct? Yeah. Into the mic. Yes. Um, how, like you were a regular, you come in all the time. We bought our milk there. We rented videos there, literally. And Kevin was either in one store or the other. And you live very locally. You're nearby. I'm about five blocks from here. <laughs> so when he, in fact, for Clerks Three, I got a note on my door saying Kevin Smith and the production staff of Clerks Three would like you to be in the movie. I have it in my car. It's been done in pencil. These people couldn't find me. It was I'm true. Five blocks away. It was true. We were tracking everybody down. And I was like, oh, where's Thomas, man, the roofer? He lives right in Leonardo. Like, we can't find him. I was like, how can you not find him? It's Leonardo, man. Like, fucking, it's not too far. You, we could definitely track him down. We've tracked him down, I think, through your son. I think your son came into Quick Stop. We were doing a scout. And um, your son came in, and he started chit-chatting. He's like, hey, Kevin Smith, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, my dad is in your movie. And before he even fucking said who his dad was, I, I knew. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I bet you this is Tom Skid. He's like, Thomas Burke, he's the, the, the roofer and stuff. He fucking loves that hat, man. He still has that hat. He fucking, oh, my God, I've had to hear it for years about him being in that movie and shit. Like, and I was like, well, he was, your son was instantly entertaining. So I was like, hey, man, why don't you come down with your dad and do a scene, too? And he was like, yeah. And so Thomas's son is in the movie, in Clerks 3, in the scene with him, you could see a pattern that we're establishing in the movie. It's like anyone who had a kid, um, <laughs> we let the kid be in the movie. So you, you know, there's it's kind of a quiet theme within the flick. Take me back, though. Do you remember me asking you to be in the original Clerks? Oh, definitely. Do you? Oh, it was like uh, how he got to ask me. It was I've done a lot of community theater. So they used to have the posters when the next shows are coming. And my wife would ask Kevin, can I put this in the window? And Kevin being such a nice guy, yeah, put it in. So one day you asked my wife and you said, who's the actor in the film? She goes, my husband. He goes, I need all the men. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, I still reiterate to this day, man. Whenever I'm fucking lusty, I'm like, I need older men. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so she... Tells me to go down. I go down. He's got this loose leaf folder. He opens up the least loose leaf folder. And he may do me a favor, read this. And it's the part. And I read the whole thing. And he goes, oh. Takes the loose leaf, rips it out, come back Tuesday. You're in. And that was it. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I come back Tuesday, like a long story short. I'm used to theater where you got months to prepare. He gave me like three days. I didn't know this. I get in there, I don't know my lines from nothing. And then I ended up writing them on cardboard boxes in the store. Did you really? Oh yeah, you don't remember that? No. That's how. This is, uh, this is what, and this is a story I always tell. That's how Jay got it really annoyed and I told him he had a joint in his ear. Don't tell him, don't tell him, don't tell him. We'll set that story up. <laughs> the, um, the, the night that we shot Thomas's scene, Jay was also going to be shooting the Jay and Silent Bob scene afterwards where we talked to Dante. You know, it's like if we're at the counter 
and we would either go this way or this way, and then we'd like fucking turn around, not for coverage, but to shoot the next scene, and then fucking turn that around. So Jay and Silent Bob, you know, noise, 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 smoking weed was going to be on the same night as Thomas. Um, Thomas, as he said, I guess I had trouble with the dialogue, which I did not remember you writing dialogue oh, down. Dude, we ran out of boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jay was waiting for to shoot his scene and he was like i don't even want to be here like why are we fucking can't we go i just want to do this and go party and shit like that so i was like go wait in the fucking video store he went in the video store then he came back to the convenience store to try to like it's a it's a weird fucking like director trick uh that i learned later on in my career like you know you just stand on set and everybody goes fucking faster because they're like oh shit he's here and stuff um so jay just sat on set hoping everyone would go faster. So he's sitting and lying in the aisle, middle aisle. Um, and we're shooting, you know, uh, the scene and we're looking at the counter. And so it's a three shot and Thomas comes in and like, there's a fuck ton of dialogue to deliver in that scene. So he'd be excused for going a take or two or something like that, particularly when he has so much heavy lifting to do talking about the fucking Death Star contractors and, and uh, baby face Bambino, the gangster. So let's say we're on take three, which was like rare for clerks because, you know, me, Brian, Jeff, Marilyn, uh, um, Lisa, and mostly Jay had rehearsed for a full month, like every night. So by the time we hit, you know, the set, it was pretty much one take because the whole thing had been rehearsed like a play. Thomas didn't get any rehearsal. He showed up and we were like, all right, this is what you're doing and shit. So, you know, Brian and Jeff were bouncing off each other as they had been for doing for a week or something. Like Thomas, you know, I wouldn't call it struggling, but like it's going to take a few fucking takes and stuff. But being that our take ratio is so low throughout the movie, I'm not sweating it, man, because this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking movie. And I love Thomas's accent. Where's that accent from? New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> Loved it so fucking much. I was like, this is going to be fucking incredible. So I grew up in there. Queens. That's a Queen's accent? Yes, this is a Queen's accent. And by the way, if you are a New Yorker, you know there's different accents. The Bronx sounds different. Brooklyn sounds different. Long Island definitely sounds different. They're a different country. <laughs> um, so I, we were maybe three takes in. And, uh, you know, Thomas flubs a, a line. And I'm like, okay, cop, we're going to go again. And Jay goes, oh, man, he messed up again? What the fuck, Thomas? <laughs> and Thomas, without missing a beat, turns and looks at Jay, and then he looks back at me, and he goes, doesn't this guy know who I am? And I'm like, no, he sure don't. Neither By the way, you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, who are you, Thomas? Because I only knew Thomas coming in to buy fucking milk and shit like that. And he goes, I'm, I'm a narc. I work for the fucking police. And Jay was sitting there with a fucking joint in his hand in the aisle. And instantly he gets up and fucking plows out of the fucking store. <laughs> Were you a narc? No. <laughs> that was the best part right I afterwards. I I said, no, but I can actually. <laughs> yes. It was the best performance that it night, was. man. Holy shit. We didn't see him for a long time. No, he was fucking scared. Um, but it was so true. I was like, are you, a, are you really an arc? And he's like, no, but he don't know that. <laughs> um, what do you remember um, about the end of the... Was it long? When we shot, of course, we shot from like 11 o'clock at night till 6 in the morning. So you were shooting at like 2 or 3 probably or something. Yeah, but after 12, definitely. Um, when you left that night, were you happy or frustrated? I was frustrated. Even though you fucking did it. It's uh, so yeah, weird, but man. I screwed up all those lines. And, and let me tell you, there's a difference between theater and movies. He had this, I don't know if it's an old rinkety machine, but all I heard was yeah, And that was Ari, the camera behind my head. The and I'm like, SR2 oh. was the loudest fucking camera. And we tried to, they call it Barney when it put something over it. We tried to Barney it with leather jackets, like Ed's leather jacket, Scott's leather jacket, to try to keep it quiet, but you could hear it. And if you listen closely on some scenes in Clerks, 
you'll hear this like very dull. I mean, they Dom tried to mix it out at Sam one years ago, but you'll hear this very dull like like you hear the camera flickering, which you know, as a young filmmaker, I was like, no. But now I understand the benefit of that. Like, you know, a, a smart filmmaker would do that because it, it adds a level to the flick where it's like, oh my god, I am feel like I'm watching this in the store security cam and shit like that. So it all fucking worked out. But on the day. Apparently nerve-wracking. What did you say to your lady when you got home? You're like, I'm done with the movie I said, biz. I don't know. I could be on the floor for this. They're cutting me out. <laughs> There's no way he's going to have me in that whole scene. And guess what? He got a big scene. People talk to me all the time. You Google Star Wars and my face goes on the internet. It's incredible. Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're one of the fucking hits? You Google Star Wars, my face, because they show the whole scene. On the internet, I was. People tell me this, and I, I did it myself. And it's, yeah. And then I occasionally, I come by here, and like, there's somebody buying something in the store. I see people taking pictures. If I'm in the store, so I go up to them like this. <laughs> they go, "What are you doing?" I said, "I was in a movie." <laughs> <laughs> when we were when we were shooting Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, we came to Jersey for two days to shoot the opening sequence. Most of it was shot in California. So when we were shooting here, you know, we we were doing versions of the store that dialed it back to the 70s and stuff. And as we were getting ready to shoot, Thomas came to Quick Stop to get some fucking milk. And I was like, fuck it, Thomas. Look at you. I was like, holy shit. Do you got your gear? And he was like, yeah, man. And I was like, go home, get it, and come be in the next shot. So in the opening of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, he comes out of the store and fucking walks uh, walks past as, as the, the, the It's kids. the funniest thing is I go in the store in black and white and come out in color. Oh, my God, that's hey, But true. he made me have this uh, bottle of soda to make sure the label was in the front. So I <laughs> I'm saying, wait, got to turn the soda around. What are you talking about? Turn the Advertising, don't get me wrong. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that stuff happened in theater. What was the first, uh, do you remember somebody, like the first time somebody said, hey, or, were you in a movie? Or I think I saw you in a movie. Um, yes, a few people did. And uh, in fact, uh one of the guys I was working with, and I, I work in an office for a bank, so like it's, and somebody just had mentioned it that, you know, Tom was in a movie, and the guy turns around and he looks at me and goes, oh, You're the roofer. You're, you're, you're the roofer. And I was screaming out in an office, and I'm going, Josh. <laughs> so like, it was like, that happens, and, uh, and occasionally uh, someone will come up, but not, not as much as you think, like, so I'm not like you. I mean, give me a break. I, That's because I, I won't leave people alone. I'm like, <laughs> do you remember me? I made the C-word movie. Let's all say it, Clerks. I so. cursed. In fact, I, when I was working, and uh, when the movie came out, I was telling my boss, I said, listen, I'm in this movie, but there's a lot of cursing in it. And, and he goes, well, not bad. He says, but my part has no cursing. If you realize it's the only scene that you're going to find, no cursing. They don't cur The boys don't even he, curse? No. Nobody cares. Well, I fucked up. <laughs> I was totally surprised after I saw the movie because I only knew that one part. Then I came out and there's all this other thing and the 38 times and this and that. <laughs> and then 37. I, so whatever. Well, you, I was there. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't know that. So, yeah, I, I occasionally get get more now. They can... What is that? Uh, oh, May the 4th. Things come up on the internet. There I am again. How strange. I never thought of that. Like, I'm always thinking, like, it's in reference to clerks, but you also have a second, deeper pop cultural fucking hit with the Star Wars of it all. Totally. Totally. It's all over. It's like, if I, my, well, my sons are more in the internet than I am. Like, and they they tell me like on May the fourth, people send uh, emails around uh, talking about clerks and Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is like all over the place, and you made half of it famous doing that. What Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think they did quite fine oh, without I me. Just figured it. I put it in there. You helped. <laughs> people discuss it. Yeah, well, okay. I figured it was a small indie <laughs> film that could use my support. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, what did your lady think when she saw the movie for the first time? She loved it. She, she really did. And believe it or not, she was more friends with Kevin than I was. Yeah, we chit-chatted all the time. They chit-chatted, talked about movies. To this day, she swore that he stole Franken-Dog or whatever. What is that movie? Frankenberry? Or, 
Oh, I'm trying to think of that's it. Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie. My wife loved it. He went nuts over it. He took the tape home. She for weeks trying to get it. He still had it. Now, apparently you like it a lot. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I ever had a Frankenweenie period. <laughs> um, it might have been Vinny. Vinny might have been the hardcore Frankenweenie fan. Because I remember watching it and being like, well done. <laughs> but not enough to be like, I'm going to keep this from the general public. <laughs> um, what was it like to return for uh, Clerks 3 and uh, be in it with your kid? Well, I'm going to tell you a story. I hated this, but I had a script all set we're gonna do redo the scene with the joint in the ear and everything and and my son meets him in the store and he comes back and he says kevin calls me we're doing some scene someplace else and i said uh he says your son really want to be in the movie i said yeah kevin he really does okay great next thing i know new script i got like two lines my son's got 10 and he's calling all over the place he wrote a whole thing from overnight and i was like are you kidding me so technically i got cut out because my son was talking to him in the store <laughs> it wasn't uh you certainly get cut out but it did go from a scene that like literally redid the story that i just told with jay being like oh fucking thomas fucked up and him being like i'm a narc and then jay runs out and then He's like, I'm not really an arc, but I'm a hell of an actor. But, you know, what's funny is, like, nowadays it doesn't play well because pot's legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you that. Know, nobody would run out if somebody had a joint in there. Right? And they'd probably say, can I have some? Please, thank you. Um, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you sound like me. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, my God, your, your boy's so electric, he pushed you to the side and stuff. Suddenly it became charming, like, because there are so many you know, parents and kids in the movie, it's like, oh my God, we can get one more in there. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I don't know if you remember, your daughter had that scene in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. She kept crying in that shit. It must have been two hours, this kid never shut up. And, and then I found out it's his daughter playing him. <laughs> she was playing him as a kid when that's how Jane Silent Bob met. In Strike Back, yeah, yeah, out front, man. Oh, she was a mess that day and shit. That was the closest I've ever come to getting divorced, man. Me and Jennifer were out <laughs> each other's throats because the kid was like screaming I'm like Jennifer you have to direct her she's like I'm not a director you asshole and shit <laughs> back and forth um, the uh, the the being here in Leonardo the epicenter of all things uh, clerks and quick stop and whatnot uh, you mentioned before popping in and people like hey and then jumping into pictures and stuff um, overall clerks a, a benefit or detriment to your life in Leonardo? Uh, it's, you know, if you look at it two different ways. One, doing some acting in the past, and one, doing acting in a movie. Now I'm a movie star. But it, it, it really didn't change too much other than the fact that people get to know me, and I'm a nice guy. I'll come up. If you're outside taking a picture, fine, I'll get in. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem. I'm a ham. <laughs> Um, when you you did theater acting, but did you ever once think about being in a movie? Yeah, all the time. But you never called. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't want to say nothing. I got no call. I got a note on the door. <laughs> um, you need a better agent, someone we could track down. Um, no, I mean before we even did Clerks, when you since you did theater acting, was it ever in your in the cards? Like, I, well, I, I thought. Watching some of the junk that was on TV, I said, I could do that better than him. Or I could do that better You're, than him. You could totally be every fucking third guy in a Law & Order episode. Oh, totally. They had, oh, they, you know what I'm saying? Like I, a motherfucker who led them to a motherfucker who led them to you, yeah, I, who leads them to two more motherfuckers. I could do, I, you know what? I could be a cop. I could be the guy that, uh, you know, the cops say, uh, hey, give me $5. I'll tell you where they went. Yeah. I bought, I bought it. That was good right there, man. Somebody get Dick Wolf on the fucking phone. Can I tell you a story about Please a do. New York accent? Yeah. I recently went to a wedding in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> the people they were very very nice and they knew I came from New York so we were out there dancing all night the next morning every, you know the family's in the lobby etc etc we're going down we're leaving the hotel all of a sudden I said gee I don't know but I can't dance like I used to forget about it this is crazy the girl stopped he said forget about it these people never hear forget about it I talk every day <laughs> they looked at you like you were like Again, a. I was like I was a celebrity because they said forget about it. <laughs> You're like, do you recognize me from that movie? They're like, no, you just said no, a thing have, that we've heard in movies. They, I don't think they ever heard of the movie to tell you the truth. Probably nobody, nobody, and nobody in Nebraska knows who the fuck I am. No, I don't think so. What? Um, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> what? Um, what? Uh, uh, you know, you're forever like uh, tied to Star Wars, as you pointed out. Were you even familiar with the Star Wars before you did that? Oh, yeah, speech? I was a big Trekkie. Were you? I, was a, I was a Trekkie, uh, yeah. I, I did not know that there was an issue. <laughs> Different stuff, Trekkie, yeah. Yes, I don't yes, get yes. But it's the same thing. But you liked, space. You liked, Come sci on. Yes, you liked I sci fi. I love sci fi. So you'd seen the movies? I've seen the movies. So. Did you, uh, I mean, this is going back like fucking almost 30 years, but did yeah. you remember reading it and being like, oh, I get this because in the movie this shit happened? Oh, uh, totally. And I thought it was a great discussion. Yeah, to me, I hate to blow your head a little bit. After the writing, that Nebraska comment, the, I'll take some. <laughs> the writing was so good that I thought that's what they were talking about. He, so you walk in, and I had done a show with, um, oh, God, what's his name? Brian? Brian yeah, Brian, Brian Halloran. Halloran. Brian Halloran and I had done Fiddler on the Roof many years ago, So like, and I knew him. So it was good just going in and talking to him. And the lines... It was so pertinent. Did they know? Did they feel? And then I could come in and talk about Babyface Bambino, and there was a lot of stuff that Kevin put on the floor. I don't want to tell you. I was much better. <laughs> <laughs> I, when you, I, it's funny because you talk about like uh, flubbing lines or blowing the scene and stuff, but like we don't cut away from you that much. That's like one of those one take scenes. We cut away at one point to a cat, I think, but no, most of the time we're on you. Yeah. And, and, and then we cut to Jay, maybe eating snacks or and, something. And I don't know, but I think I have one of the biggest close-ups ever. My nose comes off the screen. You, can, you come, I got walking in, so it's a side edge, it's a profile, and it's, my, it's a whole screen. When I was in the movie, <laughs> when they when we went to see it, I was like, oh my god, that was my whole face on off the whole screen. So you. And that's you, the first time you saw your nose, and you're uh, like, Fuck. I was like, whoa. I don't have a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a very striking profile. Yes, man. it is. You happy? <laughs> I am very. Um, you uh, had uh, you still have the original outfit, right? And the uh, well, hat. We couldn't let you wear the hat in Clerks Three because it was a what? Yeah, what happened? Hat? I had to get a costume. Had to go to costume lady. She had to go out and get a brand new field jacket. I had a field jacket and, and a plaid shirt. That was my costume and a Yankee hat. Very good. A big Yankee fan from way back. So they, they, <laughs> I didn't have the costume. I didn't have any Jay and Silent Bob Strike back. I went to the closet. I grabbed, yeah, yeah. I grabbed stuff. In fact, he, he made some guy who was doing the scene that I was doing, and he kind of like fired him on the spot. No, he's doing it now. <laughs> the guy I was going to do the walkthrough? I was yeah. like, hey, he's the guy now. So like, it was like, no, I, I didn't have it. I told you I did so. But this time, it's like, oh, they had costumes i had to go to this other place and the girls filled me up and it was Felt like you a up? lot no well never mind <laughs> they you know uh, how they measure don't you that was the <laughs> i think i remember they uh when we you know the, the joke we kept hearing when we were making clerks three from <laughs> all the locals and people who had worked on the first clerks was um oh you got a few more people this time you know because clerks is like fucking four people at best weren't making it this time when we came back, we had a crew of 100. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, oh, you don't have to bring your wardrobe. Somebody will take care of that for you. Yeah, wearing a field jacket, 95-degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, he filmed for a week, and I don't think it got below 90. Yeah. He had people coming out. It was funny. Cut, take your mask off, put your mask on. And 
<laughs> and then he had these little minions coming out with little fans for him. <laughs> Guys like me, we didn't get a fan. All we got was sweat and some girl going like this. But he had the little fan. Some of you didn't have that. They have to, they have to <laughs> take care of the director, Thomas. What happens if <laughs> I pass like, out? The movie can't be made. <laughs> it was like, I never asked for those fans, but everyone's always looking out for me and they shove like three fucking fans at you. And so there's one in your hand and then people hold them on you as well. See, um, what he goes through to make a movie. Oh, I know. The pain. The pain, indeed. The uh, When did you move to Leonardo from uh, New York? Oh, almost 40 years ago. What was that about? Job? Uh, no. Uh, money. It's out in Queens. It, you didn't get bang for your buck. Down here, you did. Plus, I used to go uh, as a youth. We used to get houses down in Belmar. Me and my friends would go together. During and the summer? Yeah, during the summer. And so like, I was used to the shore area. And the the water's here. And I, I love the area. It's like, Monmouth County's really neat. It is. If you guys ever get around to going anywhere, I, I see people coming in here. Like, a, one bunch of college kids were here. And they were doing a whole trip around the Jersey Shore. And they happened to come here and see that. And you become a real stop i see the license place from the people that stop and take pictures just in front of the store mm -hmm. and nobody's there and what's going on with <laughs> with the video store it's like a shell that nobody's allowed to go into yeah yeah <laughs> they kept it it's been closed for a while and then uh, they let us in when we were doing the movie and we refurbished it back to it's what it looked like in in the 90s including bringing the counter back and stuff but i'm not sure yeah. what he's doing with it now we've talked about turning it into like a gift shop or something like that. So, you know, maybe one day. But <laughs> Kevin's gift shop, everything with clerks on it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> what do you have? Like, oh, look, that's a clerk hat. That's a clerk shirt. No doubt. I'll g I can give you clerk, clerks, clerks two, and clerks three. And I, I Jay and Silent Bob. Many, many variations. The uh, It's so weird that you left New York and came down here. If you don't do that, we don't meet. You don't wind up in the flick. And I didn't write that part with Thomas in mind. It's not like, you know, I, I, it's not like I was like, oh, I fucking know the perfect guy for it. <laughs> um, but how strange, man, that like, because you were like, I want to get more bang for my real estate buck. Like a scene that, you know, might be one of the fucking scenes they put up on the Oscars when I drop dead. That's the only time I'm going to get on the Oscars. But when they do the in memoriam, it could be that fucking That'll play. be shown. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> only because somebody I know is in it. Who? I don't know. Some, some guy from New York. <laughs> um, I, I, but more importantly, man, I feel like like every every time I watch the Oscars and they do the in memoriam thing, they always like leave people out. There's my friend Jim Jacks, who was a producer, and he got left out and stuff, and he died like right before the Oscars or something. Um, I, I'm gonna start lobbying now. How old are you? Take a guess. Now, this is where I get them good. I'm gonna, if I'm 51, I put you at 65. I'm 73. Holy fuck, man. You look amazing for 73. I keep telling you this, and you don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> you got, like, look at you. got a Chris Christopherson head of hair and shit Oh, like I'm head. Yeah, I got hair. People, people have come up to me and pulled my hair. <laughs> they just want to see if it's real. It's real. It's real. I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jesus, man, you've, you've aged incredibly well, Thomas. It's the booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's the booze, the pot. No, I can't. Um, you got to remember, I grew up in the 60s, so there's a big difference from what growing up now. We had, we had different kinds. There was Panamanian red, Acapulco gold. Nowadays, it's like Kush. Uh, and stupid names like the medical marijuana. <laughs> like, who makes these names up? Like uh, some really dumb people, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, I said before he came out, the whole reason I wanted to start Clerks too is because when we chit chatted here in this space, I was like, oh my god, fucking, that's right, like. He's, there's a whole different perspective to this movie from somebody else. So I've been looking forward to sitting down here and, and getting you on this show. And now, like before we started the show, um, uh, we were chit-chatting, and I was like, hey, where's, where's your son? He's like, he's home. 
I told him, I said, you're not going to come. This is my night. It's not your night. You'll have your own night, maybe. At first, I was bumped because his mother came into town. That's right. He was supposed to be on the second episode, but he got bumped. Ernie calls me. He says, Kevin bumped you because his mother's going to be there instead. Yes. I was, like, devastated. He don't I mean, care. I, I, He's I, a big shot. He don't care. My, she's she's I, 76. I, you're 73. She has you by age. What's her name? Seniority. Grace? <laughs> From Highlands? Yeah. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> 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 you knew her in the 60s with the Panamanian red? <laughs> Grace, Grace, suck on this and then suck on this. You got kids? <laughs> um, I cannot thank you enough for being a part of uh, not just the movie and not just uh, Strike Back and not just this recent movie, but like that, that scene really defined who I would be for the next 20 fucking 30 years. When people talk about Clerks, they're like, oh, that's the clever high point of that movie and shit. And then years later, when Star Wars came back into fashion and whatnot, it made me look like way smart and, and ahead of the curve and stuff. Um, but it only works... Because of the players in it, man. And, I, and you may have different memories of how it came to be, but undeniably, that performance is so straight up fucking real and charming and still fucking works to this day. Uh, be, you're, you're no small part of the fact that I got to make a movie after that and another movie and another movie and another movie. So thank you for that. Thank you for bringing what you brought to it. Thank you for being like uh, one of the only actors who ever walked into the store so much so that I was like, let's get him. He could be in the movie. We need older men. I need older, older men. men. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we wrap anything you want to say to these fine people or to the world in general, uh, uh, you know, you talk about this guy being nice. He was so nice to my son doing the thing, doing the film, and he, he sat there and he goes, all right, everybody, give him a hand. It's his first time acting, et cetera. He would stop and, and congratulate people, tell people what good work they do. He's an over, uh, I mean, as a director, he's very, very nice. He's just not nice once in a while. He's nice all the time. Mm, thank you, man. That's very fucking sweet. The, um, I remember when he came in to shoot, um, he, you know, t uh, Tom, he'd never acted before either, but he's got a very, like, public personality. I don't know where he gets that from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, he, you know, and this is not telling tales out of school, but it took him a few takes. He'd never fucking done it before. He was in the same place you were fucking years yeah. prior when we made the flick. So, uh, oddly enough, it was like, like father, like son, but both he is deliver eventually it may take you a fucking three takes oh, but like my god you both delivered and having you two in a scene together is just fucking adorable to me heartwarming as fuck he's on the color side of it you're in the black and white side of it <laughs> yeah. um and it'll be something that like you know you guys will have uh, forever Oh yeah! Uh, once be it, able to be like, once it comes out, it'll be great. When is it coming out? Well, it looks like the fall. We're gonna take it oh, out nice. to the world and stuff. But see that know. a scoop right here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but eventually, when it gets on video, you'll have a copy and you'll be oh, able cool. to put it in all the time and stuff, and, and be like, "There's my fucking son who stole all my screen time." Oh, totally. But he wrote the whole script. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was adorable, man. Before we went, I was like, "Should we?" get Thomas to come down and be on the show? He was like, no, he can have his own show one day. <laughs> He's going, this is my night, man. And it has been your night. Give it up for Thomas, everybody. Thank you. Um, that's kind of the thrust of things, kids. Uh, that's what we like to do here on Clerks 2. Uh, talk to everybody that worked on it that wasn't me and and uh tonight you heard from some cats crucial uh to the fucking movie and uh crucial uh to my life uh to large degrees um wonderful being able to do this we're going to continue doing it for the next few months uh we've got a bunch of other people to talk to uh may uh, 7th and 8th we're doing an event at uh, jane silent bob's secret stash so I would not be surprised uh, if there was more of this uh, coming around that time as well. But that's as part of the stash event and stuff. Did y'all have a good time this evening, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Um, in a world where, you know, um, uh, I used to have to be here, and oh my God, it's 1034, which means like back in time, 
I would be closing the store right about now. Right now, we'd be closing the, well, to be honest, 1019, we'd close the fucking shutters and stuff. Uh, but 1034, man, we'd be out in front of the place, and me and Vinny would be like, all right, what do you want to do? Let's go see a movie or something like that. Or I'd go home and then fucking uh, find Brian, and we'd go to fucking Grand Union or Acme and buy cookies, and then go watch The Godfather until the wee hours of the morning. So um, you'll have to excuse me if at one point uh, I, I don't, I, I'm real big into this kind of shit as a stoner. I love to cross loops. I love to be in the same place um, at the same time years after the fact and stuff. Uh, I've been having a blast doing it in the Highlands. We mentioned the uh, Methodist uh, church before. I walked past it today and then just walked up those steps because I was just like, oh my God, in the streams of time, I'm doing this as a fucking five-year-old because we would still be in school at this point. And I was like, I've been here before. And, you know, in movies, of course, there's a, a fucking thin layer, uh, sliding doors layer between the two, and you could cross over and stuff. I don't believe in that. I'm not that much of a stoner. Uh, but I love being in the same place at the same time. And I know for a fucking fact, on a Friday night in February, or March, rather, um, in 1993 before we made the movie uh every friday that i was right here um in the same fucking space so if you see me outside of quick stop when this is all over just gawking <laughs> open mouthed at the sign that's just me fucking living into that moment of like oh my god i remember standing out here and talking to vincent vincent going like you should do the hockey game on the roof and I was like, what? Because I had written the hockey game to do in the street, you know, and we created a, a, the field using a potato chip bags. They would be surrounded by like chips and shit. And Vinny was just looking up at the, at the roof and he was just like, it would look cool up on the roof, man. If you had a like wide shot and fucking people up there skating, that would, that, that would look cool. Um, you know, the first thing you see in Clerks 3, what opens the movie, is them playing hockey on the roof because... It's such a big part of that, what that movie is. It, not only did it look cool, it, it, it became like in its own small black and white indie film way, an iconic image of the freedom of 20 something. You know, like fucking we're supposed to be working, but fuck it, we're gonna close the store, go up on the roof and play hockey instead. Wild abandon. Shit like that happened at times like this, 1034, 1038, and as we stood outside, of quick step. So I encourage all of you, whether you're artists or would be artists or creators or just people that have like real jobs like fucking Thomas and stuff. Um, uh, take some time in front of quick stop uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and think about what it is that, that you would love to do whimsy. Cause that's all we used to do. Close the store desperate to get out at 10.30 and then sit in the parking lot for an hour. You know, while people would come up and be like, you guys open? Like, clearly not. The shutters are fucking closed. Anyway, like I said, Planet of the Apes. Or, you know, go back to conversation. All that whimsy and led to the life that I lead now, led to the 30, nearly 30 years of a fucking career, led to everything that I fucking do. So I encourage you all, uh, before you get out of here, to uh, go linger, because they're closed uh, now at 10.38. Go linger in front of Quick Stop and whimsy for yourselves, man. Um, it's a powerful little place. All you know, if you believe in ley lines, I believe they cross right under this very um, unimpressive-looking cinder block of a building. I think this is a very, very powerful place and a place where people can manifest things they're not even really necessarily sure they're trying to manifest or even know what manifestation is. So before you get out of here, man, go hang out in front of Quick Stop and. Think about what you'd like to do in this life before you leave it. Because I promise you, the kids that sat outside and whimsied about, like, wouldn't it be great if you put the hockey group, uh, fucking game on the store? Wouldn't it be great to even make a movie? They didn't know that, that one day they'd get to do that shit. You never fucking know in this best of all possible worlds. So I thank you for coming to Smodcastle, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here for another episode of Clerks 2. And uh, hopefully I will see you in the future for Clerks 2, T-O-O. Uh, I'm Kevin Smith, and uh, we're all clerks, too. Good night, everybody.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>